Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360. I'm your moderator, Amanda Balby, with Consultant 360 Specialty Network. A research group from Rush University has recently published a study about whether dietary intake of flavanols is associated with Alzheimer's dementia. This work builds on the team's previous research around the MIND diet. My guest today is the lead author of their newest study on flavanols, Thomas Holland, MD, who is a faculty member at Rush University and has appointments at the Rush University Medical Center and the Rush University Institute for Healthy Aging. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Holland. To start, can you give us a brief overview of your study and how it came about? Yeah, so my mentor, Martha Claire Morris, had done some research uh, a couple years back looking at a dietary intervention for cognition and Alzheimer's dementia. And she developed a diet called MIND. And that is the Mediterranean DASH intervention for neurodegenerative delay. And she found a strong association with that diet. She then decided to start looking at the individual components found within the diet and some of the big differences between the Mediterranean and DASH components versus the MIND diet were high intake of leafy greens and berries. So she actually published a manuscript looking at leafy greens and their association to Alzheimer's dementia. And so whenever I joined her group in 2016, we started a conversation around the components within the leafy greens specifically bioactives, because she had looked at the nutrients, the vitamins and minerals. And so we had this conversation and said, well, you know, let's start looking at how the components within the food are acting, the mechanisms with which they act. So whenever we say, eat your greens, or have an apple, have a pear, eat your healthy foods, what exactly makes those foods healthy? So we wanted to delve into the bioactive side of these foods, and that was where our study came from, was we wanted to identify the makeup of these individual foods that were leading to their aspects of being healthy. So with that, we took our memory and aging project data that's been, we've had food frequency questionnaires collected since 2004, and we started to analyze the flavanol content of these foods. And at first, we made a flavonoid database and then decided to focus specifically on the flavanols because they're strongly found in leafy greens as well as some other foods. And then we ran our Cox proportional hazard models. And although we weren't dramatically surprised by the uh, association itself, we were quite pleasantly surprised by the strength of the association. And by that, I mean a 48% reduction with total flavanols. Great. So let's talk a little bit more about your findings. Ultimately, you and your colleagues found that patients who consume higher dietary amounts of flavanols are less likely to develop Alzheimer's dementia. How might this finding inform clinical practice and how Alzheimer's dementia may be prevented in the future? Yeah, so with this, we are really looking at, again, the content of the food. So we know that from a vitamins and mineral standpoint, we've got 
vitamin E, vitamin K, carotenoids, things like that. But then on the bioactive side, we're now understanding the flavanols. And these flavanols have antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. So from that end, we can start thinking about how reactive oxygen species lead to oxidative stress and damage of cellular processes and cells themselves. So if we have intake of these foods that can mitigate the oxidative stress, we can potentially decrease the cellular damage. And further, whenever we think about inflammatory actions in the body, we know that inflammatory actions are a normal process, but sometimes they either continue of their own right or they can get out of hand. But again, with intaking foods that have anti-inflammatory properties, we could potentially control or dampen the inflammatory response and prevent cell damage of normal acting cells. So for the clinical practice component, informing individuals as to why these foods are healthy is, is very beneficial. And although I would say personally that these flavanols are fantastic and the dietary intake is, is very important, this is just a piece of the diet puzzle, determining the content of the food. And then even further, we need to be looking at the entire lifestyle. So with that being said, our knowledge of the pathogenesis of Alzheimer's dementia has expanded dramatically, and we recognize that the disease process in and of itself is quite multifactorial, both from a onset cause being environmental as well as genetic, but also from a process being multiple pathogenesis, so an Alzheimer's pathogenesis and a vascular. And so from that end, we really need to think about how we can implement multiple scientifically-based tools to stave off progression. And essentially, our toolbox should be filled with as many diverse tools as the disease itself. And that's why I would say flavanols are a piece of the diet puzzle, and diet is a component of lifestyle. Absolutely. And did age, gender, or any other demographic backgrounds play a role in your results? Well, we adjusted for age, sex, education, late-life cognitive activity, uh, physical activity, as well as genetic predisposition, the APOE4. And after adjustments were made, we, the results presented were shown. After we adjusted for cardiovascular disease risks independently, so that was hypertension, diabetes, myocardial infarction, as well as stroke, the results actually got a little bit stronger. And did that surprise you, or was that something that you were expecting? We were more or less anticipating that after we adjusted for the cardiovascular disease processes that it would get stronger once we removed that, that the foods that contained flavanols would be acting kind of unhindered, if you will. Absolutely. So what else should our listeners know about the connection between flavanols and Alzheimer dementia risk? I think the important thing here is to maintain intake. So our suggestion is to be intaking leafy greens once a day, uh, one serving per day, 
other vegetables once a day and fruits, um, specifically berries, about five times a week. And again, whenever we're talking flavanols, we're talking specifically within these specific foods. But flavonoids as a whole group is uh, a multitude of other content and then even further, a dramatic amount of different fruits and vegetables. So having a well-balanced diet that includes your leafy greens, other vegetables, berries, as well as olive oil, fish for your omegas, things like that is, is very important. Overall, what would you say is your key take-home message for our listeners? The key take-home is certainly eat your fruits and vegetables. And with my study in particular, your dark leafy greens and a cup of tea every now and again is perfectly warranted. And, you know, a healthy diet that contains various fruits and vegetables is critical for continued health and especially brain health. And beyond that, really focusing on lifestyle. So having components of diet as well as physical activity, cognitive stimulation, your socialization, as well as sleep, and going to your primary care physician once a year for a medical evaluation to track your cardiovascular disease risks. Great. Thank you so much. Are you currently working on any other research in this area? Certainly. So right now, we are getting ready to enter year three of the MIND diet intervention, which is the dietary intervention for cognition. And that is purely a dietary intervention, although we are doing some ancillary studies looking at physical activity. Further, Laura Baker at Wake Forest has the U.S. Pointer trial, which is going to be implementing a lifestyle intervention for Alzheimer's dementia. And the U.S. is going to be, be a part of the Worldwide Fingers studies. And so we're going to be actually uh, having 2,000 people across the nation and really driving the diverse population so we can have a uh, conversation on generalizability. But we'll be looking at recommendations around diet, which mind diet will be the dietary intervention, as well as physical activity, cognitive training, uh, socialization, sleep, stress reduction, and then also tracking hypertension as well as glycemic index and hemoglobin A1C. So we're really trying to delve into this lifestyle as a whole being associated with Alzheimer's dementia in trying to decrease the risk of Alzheimer's dementia as we age, as well as improving cognition. Absolutely. Thank you again for speaking with me today and sharing your insights on your exciting work. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it.